in a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. Ooh, oh, that was good. What yeah, do you think yeah, about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. It's now... It's now what? <laughs> it's... The, it's now time, is what I was going to try to say. It's now time for another episode of Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And we're glad that you are just joining us to see just how human we really are. We really are. <laughs> Everything that happens in this podcast usually stays into the podcast. Most of it. Most of it does. Uh, we, we had a redo once before, yeah. but that was only because I was in a uh, Tylenol-type no, it wasn't Tylenol. No, what was it? it was Sudafed. Sudafed, uh, yeah. state of mind. And yeah. that's not a good place to be. No, not for you. <laughs> no, it wasn't for me. No, <laughs> no but we, we survived. Oh, yeah, we survived. It was, this is a very real podcast. We're coming to you from Columbia, Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, from New Song Baptist Church. And so we are going to visit uh, another one of our Mount Rushmore verses. And this one comes from your daughter. It does. My daughter, Kelly, uh, we... Uh, she she kind of shamed me in this. Um, we have already done her husband. Her yes. husband submitted too. Right. I think he was among the first. To, he was to he turn. was one of the early ones. He, yes. He was trying to brown nose his father in law, <laughs> and so uh, she submitted hers and she said, uh, "Dad, would you could you?" And so here we are. Hey, so here we are. Yeah, I'm going to pull up what she actually uh, said about. The verses that uh, that we're going to talk about here in just a moment, but uh, uh, I had to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> what is it with you, Searsons, uh, that <laughs> picks out these Mount Rushmore verses from places I've never heard of? Yeah. And, and and because you know that's okay. I mean, sure. the Bible is full of them, yeah. as we've said before. But you know, some of them just kind of make me laugh, and this was one of them. Yeah, and, and it's a great verse. She made me proud. She. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't make you proud. Yeah. So let me, uh, I'm going to uh, say so we're, we're going to do Zechariah. Yep. Uh, chapter four and verse six. Mm-hmm. So Zechariah is, uh, tell, tell everybody who Zechariah was. Well, Zechariah was one of the, the, the prophets, one of the minor prophets of the Lord. Right. And uh, it's a time frame of it's after the exile when the captives were in, in Babylon for 70 years. They come back to Jerusalem, uh, and and it was just devastated. Mm-hmm. And so what what this verse is addressing and, and the context of Zechariah is, is this rebuilding of being the nation of Israel and specifically rebuilding the temple. Right, because it was it was completely devastated, yep. if yep. I understood yep. that right. All right, so here is the Mount Rushmore verse from Kelly uh, in Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 6. So he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Mm-hmm. Now that's good. It is. It's good. It, it's a great Mount Rushmore verse, but okay. uh, but I had to know the reason why. Okay. And so Kelly's response to that was, let me see, let me pull that up. Circumstances have made have made me uh, the way. Wait a minute. Let me go back. I, I've oh oh here it is. I have always been ridiculously independent, mm. and circumstances have made 
me have to be that way in the past decade uh, even more than ever. I have to constantly remind myself to get out of the way and give my circumstances in life to the one who's in control and wants the best for me. There you go. And so that's so that's really the reason why she chose this verse, and along with her next verse that we'll get to. Yeah. But uh, this is this is a verse that actually talks about you know it's the the power of the of the Lord. Yeah. And so yeah, so that's well, that's one of the things I noticed. You know, in our humanity, uh, we we want to just do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, this this fierce independence. I remember trying to teach my son to to tie his shoes and and he wanted to have slip on or velcro and <laughs> and on he would literally throw the shoe across the room because he got so frustrated right and, and and you know that little child stays in us throughout life it i'm going to do it i'm you know no one's going to show me tell me how or mm-hmm. and uh you know and this verse is just a great reminder of sometimes we just try too hard yeah we do and so the Lord is telling, uh, not just uh, Zerubbabel, but he's telling everyone there and, and telling us as well, you know, it, it's not human effort. It's not human strength. It's, it's, not, it's not getting a bigger army. It's not getting a, a mm. bigger machine. It's not trying harder. Uh, my uncle didn't teach me a whole lot of things. Well, one of the things <laughs> my uncle would always have was get a bigger hammer. Get a bigger hammer. That's good advice. <laughs> can be unless you're doing delicate work. But um, you know that's our kind of our mantra. It is, is is you know I'm just going to get a bigger hammer. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to plow through this. I'm going to you know, and even as Christians, we have this. Well, I'm just going to you know do whatever I have to do to get through this. And sometimes I think the Lord says the same thing to us is, is stop trying so hard and let me do it. Right. Yeah. That's and that's, a good point. that's why Kelly likes this verse is because, you know, when, when life is overwhelming mm-hmm. and, and we've, you know, and usually let's be honest, we, we get to the point where we have got the biggest hammer we can find right? and we still can't get it done. That's when we turn to the Lord and say, Lord, I can't, you can. Right. And and what we need to learn is the quicker we do that, the sooner we do that, the easier life's going to be. Oh yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of putting together uh, something that you have to oh, some man. assembly required. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you get it's a gas grill, and you you got to put this thing together, right. and you, you get all these parts and everything, right. and and the first inclination that I have. <laughs> Who needs instructions? Absolutely. I don't I don't need any I can just look this is a, a thing of Bob. Right. And it goes in the doohickey. I mean I, I've got that. Right. And so because I <laughs> I have I, I rarely go to the instructions until, you know, hours later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> When you have all these leftover parts, right? Yeah, it's and something. Why yeah. is it leaning to the left so yeah. much? Yeah, there's something wrong. But here in this, you know, you're right. We try too hard. Yeah, uh, we have our instruction booklet. We have our guide through through God's word. Yeah, and and just relying on that instead of relying on our own understanding of what mm-hmm. things should be. That, that's kind of the, the lesson that I got from this. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a powerful lesson and it's a good reminder for us just mm-hmm. to to allow the Lord to to do these things mm-hmm. on, on our behalf because you know especially you know 
Now, a pet peeve of mine is is uh, I, I've had some experiences with some evangelists that want to come in and and uh, you know I'm not going to say it's all of them, but I'm one particular one came in with a three inch binder mm. and said that literally if you follow everything in this book, you're going to have a revival. And um, we didn't have a great revival, and he said, "Well, it's because you didn't do everything." <laughs> in the three-inch binder, and and I go back in my mind to to this this verse mm-hmm. because especially things in the spiritual realm. If if you're trying to grow your church, if you're trying to become, you know, a better Christian, if you're trying to memorize verses, if if you want someone to come to Christ, it, it's not a matter of of trying harder. Right. It's a matter of surrendering to the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, if if you really want revival in your church, that's a movement of God, right? And 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 there's not three steps that you, we have to do to make that happen. There's nothing in Scripture that says, "Do this, this, and this," and you're going to have revival, right? You know, and I, you know, if Moses was alive today and and had his burning bush experience, he would write a book, and and we're all going to be out there looking for our burning bush, right? God did that once, right? That's the only time he and, did it. And that's the way he spoke to Moses in that time because that's where, where Moses was and that's what God did. Mm-hmm. And so it, heaven forbid we ever just box God in and say, you know, I'll pull you out when I need you. So, and that's so that's what's what's this verse is about. Well, I, I think that's an incredible statement. And, and I because you know, I've never thought about the the burning push thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he only did it the one, one time. Mm-hmm. That was it. And that was his method of reaching uh, Moses. Because, you know, he could have done anything, right. but where Moses was, and he saw the uh, bush burning, but it wasn't being consumed by the fire. Right, yeah. He had to go investigate that. But you think of how many times we're trying to emulate this church or, or this person, mm-hmm. and we're trying to, you know, what, what did you do step by step? How did you grow this church that right. large? And, and so we're trying to take what works here and, and place it in here. And, you know, I, I could just see the news, you know, 42 Christians die on opening day of deer season because they were looking for their burning bush. Right. <laughs> you know, it, and yeah. it's just like, you yeah. know, it, it, it just doesn't work that way. No. We, we're just uh, a checklist minded people. Yes, we really are. And when when someone does have the three inch binder that you mentioned, yeah. uh, if you've Check off all these boxes, right? Um, and, and Christianity is not that way, yeah. Because it's not based on what we do anyway, and we've said that many times on this podcast. No, no. You know, if you think if you do this, this, and this, that then you're going to get favor from God, mm-hmm. you're not. You're not reading Scripture correctly, right? You know, we can't force God to do anything. We can't even force him to love us. He chooses to love us. He cho- that's his choice. He chooses to extend his grace, not because we're worthy. Right. He he gives us mercy because of that love and that grace. Right. You know. So if you think you've done something to gain God's attention, you don't understand who God is. No. no. And 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 I, I, it's interesting that you brought up the the grace part because we're going to talk about that a lot. In yeah. our, our next podcast, yeah. uh, it's Kelly's other verse. Yeah. But this verse is so related to Kelly's other verse that yeah. it's it's really good that we brought it up. Yeah, I would say this is the Old Testament part of what we're going to get to to next. But I, I, I want to share a story that Kelly probably doesn't even know. She she may, but she was less than two years old when this happened. Okay. 
But uh, Cheryl and I were children's minister uh, at this time, and so um, there was it was pretty popular in the mid '80s called mm-hmm. "Salty" the the song the singing songbook. Do you do you remember Salty? That? No, I don't remember that. All right, so you would you would it was a TV show. You could get it on VHS videos. That's how long ago <laughs> it was. Okay, and so I dressed up as this singing songbook. You know, you'd get like a refrigerator box and you cut a hole in it. My face was blue. Okay. And it was a children's play, and so there was places where I mean, you, it was a performance. Right. It took a whole Sunday evening. People came, and so I've got this blue face, and and it there was the 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 theme of it was not by might. Okay. And this was the theme verse, and there was a song, <laughs> and I would have to sing the song, and I sang the song like Salty does, <laughs> and and uh, and so. Uh, here's here's the first verse okay, I'm of, ready. of that song. It says, we'd, we'd like to think that we can handle problems on our own. We buckle down, apply the steam, work our hands down to the bone. But when we've gone around in circles and there's no place left to turn, the Lord reminds us quietly there's a lesson to be learned. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. It's not by might nor by power, saith the Lord. Okay. It, and then it goes on from there. Right. But, but I would like to think that as a two-year-old sitting in the audience <laughs> that maybe this verse, maybe it, it permeated maybe her it life yeah. at that time, but certainly as she shared uh, when she talked about this verse, uh, as life came overwhelming for her, mm-hmm. she would remind herself that it's not getting a bigger hammer. Right. It's trusting in the Lord. It's trusting in the Lord. And that's great. Now, just a little side note yeah. uh, about Salty. Okay. Uh, do, do you still make appearances as Salty? Or I, is that. Been... I have, have not, Robert. Okay. Is that a, that a request? Well, you know, I thought <laughs> you're the one who brought it up. So yeah. I thought I would mention that. But yeah, that, and all kidding aside, that's a great lesson for all of us to learn. Yeah. Uh, is the fact that we need to turn our, our lives over to Him because we can't do it on our own. We no. just really can't. We can mess it up quicker than anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but again, it's going against our nature. Our, our nature is try harder. Yep. And, um, boy, sometimes it's just a matter of letting go. Yeah, and, and that that is really the hardest part, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I think letting go and giving that over to God is the biggest single hurdle that we have to face sometimes. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I just I was I was reminded of something you said earlier. You you talked about that guy that had the the wire across Niagara Falls, mm-hmm. and he walked across, you know, and everybody applauded. And then right. he, he got a wheelbarrow and he walked across, and everybody applauded. And <laughs> and uh, you know, he said, "How many people think I can make it back over again?" And they all, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. How many people want to get in the wheelbarrow? <laughs> Uh, no hands went up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, you know, do we really think God's got this? Right. You know, and, and so by our actions, we're saying, no, mm-hmm. it's on me. I've got to fix this. I've got to make this happen rather than trusting in him. Yeah. We've got to learn to trust in him. Well, Kelly, this is a great verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came from a very, very obscure place, <laughs> just like your dad. <laughs> <laughs> who came from a very obscure place with his with his uh, verses. But this is a Mount Rushmore verse, Zechariah 
uh, chapter 4 and verse 6. So uh, thank you, Kelly, for sending that to us. If you've got uh, your Mount Rushmore verses, we would love to get those from you. And uh, you can send those to us, uh, email at twobrothersonebible at gmail.com. So please feel free to do that. Anything else you'd like to share? No, let's get to the next one. Let's get to the next one. Thanks so much for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And join us next time as we talk about Kelly's next Mount Rushmore verse. (laughs) Thanks for listening and God bless. Thank you for listening to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe wherever you get your podcast and be sure and tell a friend.